What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. Special thanks to Better Edge. Better Edge, the place to make all of your bets this football season. Football getting going, college football just starting up, NFL right around the corner. Get rid of minus 110. Start making every bet even money. And here's what that looks like. The average better is going to go about 50% lifetime. Well, if you get rid of minus 110, now you're betting risk-free. You're you're winning as much as you're losing and you're going 50%. And that's best case scenario. On top of all of that, Better Edge, it's a social platform. It's technically not a sports book, which is why they can not charge a VIG, but it's it's fun. You make a profile, follow your friends, there's tournaments, competitions, it tracks your record, it, it gives you cool stats about your games and lets you know where you're where you're good at betting, where you struggle at betting, all that stuff. It's so fun. So check them out online, betteredge.com. That's B-E-T-T-O-R edge.com like sports better. Use promo code SHARP for a free $10, and that promo code lets them know we sent you right here on the Sharp Angle Podcast. Online, betteredge.com, promo code SHARP. What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. How's everyone doing on a Wednesday? Today is September 22nd, 9-22. How the heck are you? How is your week so far? Time for a little trending Wednesday. Every Wednesday, we look at, we take a look at uh, what's trending in the world of sports. It's kind of a day to really kick back, relax a little bit, open up Twitter, and just uh, talk about some big topics in the world of sports and sports betting. So let's get right into it uh, today. Let's see what we got. Uh, Tua, why is Tua trying to hear? Tro- uh, Tua Tunga Viola out. He is ruled out this weekend. Uh, Tua will be out for the Dolphins. And this is really interesting because, uh, let's see here. I have my players, uh, what they're worth against the spread. And this is a good topic to bring up today because obviously Tua out, and there's been a lot of criticism this year about Tua, uh, Tunga Viola, how good can he be for the Miami Dolphins? Is he a, a franchise quarterback? Right, we've heard a lot of question marks. And he goes out yesterday or whenever, yesterday, whenever it was, uh, Sunday, and Miami did not look the same. I mean, they looked horrible, right? So there's two different sides to this. Is Is it, did Miami look bad because their starting quarterback went out who got all the reps during the week? Or... Did it look bad because Jacoby Brissett isn't capable of being a good quarterback? And I think it's certainly the former. I think this team can be good with Jacoby Brissett. They just didn't have anything ready, right? Injuries happen. Starting quarterbacks take the vast majority of the snaps all week, right? So it's not like Jacoby Brissett was splitting snaps this week. It was all Tua, especially for a team like the Dolphins, where Tua has to kind of get going more and more, and they already don't have that much faith in him. So... Last week, Tua goes out, injured, and Jacoby Percet comes in. They look terrible. So the question now this week is, now that Tua's rolled out, how many points is he worth? And this question is different for every team and every player in the NFL because it's not a flat line answer, right? It's not like Tom Brady is worth seven points. Aaron Rodgers is worth eight points, anything like that. It's based on who's the backup because if... Right, right. It's the old adage of how many points was uh, Joe Montana worth? Uh, about one. Why? Because Steve Young was backing him up. You know, it's 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 all about what happens when you leave the game. Who's coming in? What are the points or or the scheme edges or whatever you have to replace coming into the game? That's the biggest difference. So with Tua out and Jacoby Brissett in, I'll ask you guys right now before we uh, answer this question: What do you think he's worth? What do you think Tua Tunga Viola? 
is worth against the spread. If Miami's a seven-point underdog this weekend and Tua goes out, what should they now be? And my answer is three and a half points. Tua is worth three and a half based on how good Jacoby Brissett is and how good Tua has been to this offense. Now, again, this is a complex equation. This isn't something I just came up with top of the head, but it's important because when a player goes out, we have to be able to quantify what is it worth? How much do we move the line? I mean, it's not enough just to say, okay, two was out this weekend. Now we have to know how much do we adjust everything else around that, right? That's what sports betting comes down to a lot of the time. Quantifying information. If the player's out, if the player's sick, if the player's just returning from injury, how does that impact the line? Because everything should impact the line just a little bit, one way or another. But Tua out, I have him 3.5 points against the spread. So that means, I mean, he's right there average, about you know middle of the league for points against the spread. And honestly, if you look right now at players in the NFL, what they're worth against the spread, there's not that many players who are really worth something. And that's because when you get down to you know starting linemen, their backups are... Maybe a little bit of a drop-off, but not enough to impact the spread by even a half point. That's why quarterbacks are the overwhelming, most important players against the spread. A quarterback goes out, on average, it's about four points you're affecting. right? You're moving the line four points. And for a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, it's closer to nine points. Think about that. Aaron Rodgers is worth about nine points of the spread. Tom Brady's worth about eight and a half points of the spread. Okay, Tua, three and a half because of his backup. But this is a good lesson. Whenever you guys are evaluating injuries or trying to quantify injuries or new players on the roster, you have to think about how good is the backup? What happens if this player gets injured, gets hurt, gets pulled, anything like that? But uh, Tua were three and a half points, and it's a good reminder, quarterbacks are worth a whole hell of a lot more than anyone else in the league. As a matter of fact, other players in the league, I don't know, maybe I can come up with a list one day, but there's probably no more than three 35, 40 players, and that includes every position, that are worth even a point against the spread. So the idea of, oh, they have an injury today. Oh, they have a left tackle and a safety out. Oh, they have a, whatever it is, it usually doesn't impact the spread nearly as much as we may think it does. So injuries, not usually a big deal. Now, I will say one thing. When you have cluster injuries, like uh, Baltimore has this year with running backs, that may be worth more. Now, Baltimore's overcome it so far, but that's the point. When you have like three injuries in the same position, that's a big deal. So that is something to pay attention to. But uh, Tua is worth three and a half points. All right, let's move on to the NBA because I read uh, today Ben Simmons officially wants out of Philadelphia. And I know that this has kind of been in the works for a while and the rumblings uh, but uh, Ben Simmons officially came out today and said, nope, I want to be traded. I don't want to play in Philly anymore. That's probably good for all parties involved. Ben Simmons, Philadelphia, Joel Embiid. I think Philly's going to be a lot better without Ben Simmons. And look, I just don't think Simmons is, is the right player for Philadelphia or, frankly, the right player to build a team around in 2021. Um, so the question comes, kind of the theme of today's show, how much is Ben Simmons worth on Philadelphia? If they trade him right now, and got nothing back, how much would I downgrade the Sixers? And this one may surprise you, but I have Ben Simmons worth two points. That's it. And it's not necessarily because he's been bad lately, not necessarily because of his non-cohesion with the team or things like that. It's simply because I don't think he's that great of a point guard. 
I don't think he's that great in 2021. He can facilitate, he can finish, but that's not what's needed now, right? He's much easier to defend than the average point guard when you take away that shot radius or that shot perimeter. So Ben Simmons, two points against the spread. And again, that's if they get nothing back, which I highly, I mean, look, Daryl Morey is going to milk this thing for all it's worth. I promise Philadelphia is going to get rid of him, but get a lot back. So uh, right now, negative two points against the spread for Philly if they trade him, but that's if they get nothing back. So I've got Ben Simmons worth two points. But that's kind of the theme of today's show, you know? I think it's overestimated greatly in every sport how much individual players are worth. All right, last thing here. Uh, looks like DraftKings is trying to buy Entain. Uh, E-N-T-A-I-N. Entain is a sports betting company. Let's see. What does Entain do? Entain. We are Entain, a world leader in sports betting and gaming entertainment with a clear strategy to deliver sustainability and growth. Well, that's broad. All right. So they own... Oh, they own a whole bunch of different like little sports books. So DraftKings is just trying to get in the market more and more. And honestly, my reaction for this is good. I would much rather have a DraftKings trying to do this than a FanDuel. And the reason is, if you sp- if you spend any time on DraftKings Sportsbook and on FanDuel Sportsbook or any other popular one, you'll realize quickly, DraftKings does a lot in terms of getting prices out there, putting bets out there. They offer alternatives. They offer props. DraftKings does a really good job offering all different kinds of lines and making their own lines, trying to come up with openers. FanDuel sucks. I mean, I'll just say it. FanDuel is terrible. The prices they offer, the bets they offer, the limits. I mean, it's not a good sports book. And you can tell FanDuel's doing, you know, probably sticking with what they do best, which is fantasy. DraftKings, however, they hired a really good sportsbook manager to oversee everything. They're making progress. So this, I actually don't mind. But it's not going to be as straightforward as it may seem because it appears, based on this article in Barron's, that DraftKings may have a bit of an MGM problem when going through this deal. The reason is, okay, so DraftKings wants to buy in Tain and they offered like 28 billion or $22 billion for the company. The reason, by the way, that they want to buy Intain is because Intain has partnerships in 27 countries that DraftKings doesn't. So DraftKings is just looking to expand. So they're uh, looking to do that through Intain. The issue is Intain owns half of MGM. <laughs> so Intain owns MGM. Uh, DraftKings is competing with MGM to try and buy Intain. Right? So it's kind of this like, whoa. Uh, But anyway, so I want to see this go through. I'd love to see DraftKings take this over, but this is the future. Sports betting, there's so much money in sports betting now. This is the future of it. Is takeovers, you know, there's going to be, it seems like monopolies here, a couple large companies who own everything, which may not be the worst thing ever because before, if you deal with a shady sports book, it's likely that that sports book is run by just a couple people, right? Who, who, Who are dealing with their own money. When it's a corporation, it's a lot different. Easier to get paid, easier to win, more promotions, things like that. But either way, uh, good uh, good little trending Wednesday. But uh, last tip here, the, all these companies have stock too. I know DraftKings stock has tanked the last couple of weeks, but still, not bad to be buying stocks of these companies who are uh, on the right side of things. So all right, either way, that does it for today's show. Thanks for joining us on Trending Wednesday. Good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle.